Hey, thanks so much for listening to the Ridge Community Church Podcast. My name is John. I'm one of the pastors on staff at the Ridge, and our vision is to bring the hope of Jesus into every home. So as a piece of that, our goal each week is to bring you something that's hopeful and helpful. So subscribe to this podcast to make sure you don't miss any hopeful and helpful conversations. Hey, everyone, and thanks for listening to this episode of the Ridge Podcast. If you find today's episode hopeful and helpful, then please follow or subscribe and then rate and review so that more people can find the conversation. If you're watching on YouTube, be sure to give us a follow and turn on notifications so that you don't miss any conversations. Now, if you're watching on YouTube, then I want to let you know that unfortunately, due to some technical difficulties, there will not be a video portion for this episode, just the audio. Sorry about any any inconvenience that that might cause you. Now, I'm excited to share with all of you a conversation that I got to have with our guest services director at The Ridge, Rachel Schick. Rachel served in our guest services and in groups teams for several years before coming on staff and really brings some great insight into our topic today. One of the things that I discovered while researching for our series on deconstruction was just how many people mentioned that a part of the reason why they were deconstructing was because they felt burnt out, particularly due to serving in a way that really left them feeling overextended. So how do you avoid becoming burnt out when you're serving? Well, Rachel shares her own story, some steps that you can take, and why seeing the big picture is so important. This is my conversation with Rachel. Well, hi, Rachel. Thanks for coming on to the Ridge Podcast. Hey, John. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. I mean, we're so we're now we're smack dab in the middle of October as we're recording this. And I have to ask, you know, it, do you have a favorite part of the fall in Wisconsin? Yeah, I do actually. So what comes top of mind when you ask me that? School starts. And my kids <laughs> um love my kids, but I I do like that school is back up and running um just to get a, a new rhythm and schedule going. Um but with fall in Wisconsin, um I do like the change of weather, uh just a little mm-hmm. bit cooler. I do like the leaves changing. Just the change of season. Uh, I enjoy that. It's just a nice change of pace, um, you know, after you've been in, in a season for a little while. So we like the pumpkin farm and, and stuff like that. So, yeah, those are those are some of the things that I, I really like in fall. I always feel like fall is, especially in Wisconsin, is just so beautiful, you know, because the humidity kind of drops. And so mm-hmm. it's just like, feels like a very comfortable temperature. The only thing about the fall is like, uh, is like those random days where it stops being fall and like tries to be winter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like overnight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I like fall too, because it's like you said, it's not too cold. You can still do a lot of things outside. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I feel like fall is short though. I feel like it just goes by super quick, you know? Yeah. Uh, so we try to take advantage of it, but yeah, fall's great. I really enjoy fall. Yeah. And this fall we've been, we've been doing a, a pretty cool series that I've really enjoyed, uh, permission to deconstruct, which has been all about, you know, deconstruction and your faith and how do you do it in a healthy way. And it's been one that, you know, we researched a ton for. And as I was looking at, you know, topics and how do we talk about, you know, different podcast topics or things like that to go alongside and really help people through this. One of the things I read about a reason for why people would be deconstructing their faith was what they had called this like Christian burnout. Uh, and usually it had it related to like serving. And mm. um, you know, Rachel, you've been a part, you served for 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 a long time. You served and then now you're leading teams. Um why do you think people experience this this uh this experience? Yeah, you know, um, 
it's more common than I think people realize or people kind of know. Uh, I think there's a lot of reasons why people would experience this Christian burnout, uh, particularly with serving. Um, number one is I think that people just feel like they say yes. Like they feel like they're letting God down. They're letting you down. Uh, if they say no, um, I feel like sometimes, you know, a healthy serving rotation, I feel is just a couple times a month. And there are, there are people who like to jump in every week. I always caution against that. I feel like serving every week can just be a lot for people. So serving too much, um, and then in multiple areas, um, you know, can, can definitely cause like Christian burnout. Um, you know, just not setting boundaries. Uh, a while back when when I first started, I felt like I couldn't say no to anything. I felt like whenever somebody asked me to do something serving at the Ridge, like I just felt like I had to say yes. And then it took a toll after a while. Um, yeah. It just became like something I was doing versus it having meaning to me versus it being something important to why I'm doing this. Um, so I just think that... Uh, just taking on too much. And then, you know, sometimes when people are serving, um, there's other things going on in their lives outside of, of the rich, you know, they have their personal lives, their work lives. And so when things happen outside, um, sometimes, you know, people may not really address or deal with those and they just keep going and they keep serving, they keep doing this rhythm and then, you know, they can get burned out. Um, I think when people uh, lose the vision of why they're serving, I think that's easy to get to like get spiritually burned out too. Um, so, so there's just a lot of reasons for sure. And um, I think it's really important that, you know, people kind of try to recognize those um, when it starts to feel different, when that passion is gone, that love is gone. When, you know, we all said why, or we all said yes for a reason to serving. Um, and it's because, you know, we love Jesus and we, we want to do this for him. When we just start to feel like, that is shifted on the inside or that we're losing that we really should take a step back. So, yeah, I just think there's a lot of reasons, you know, I mean, mm. take, taking on too much, I think is probably top of mind for me. Yeah. So, and maybe we can, we can dive into that. Uh, you mentioned this idea of like almost saying yes, like these different areas instead of like having this focused approach. Uh, I think if I remember correctly, that was part of something that happened to you, right? Where you like were like, yes, yes, yes. And like wearing all these different hats and doing all these different things. Um, what got you to a place where you're able to say, you know what, I'm going to focus on this one thing. Yeah. Great question. So funny story that did happen to me. And <laughs> I was, I was asked to have a conversations um, behind the scenes with some of the leadership at the Ridge at the time. And yeah their intentions for this conversation was their care for me. Yeah. Um, and they, they like told me like point blank, like, you know, like we're worried you're taking on too much and, you know, and so I didn't listen <laughs> <laughs> at first, <laughs> Yeah, but, um, but no. So um, for me, I started to really feel it. So I was serving heavily in the groups world and I was serving heavily in the guest services world yeah. where Every single week, multiple times a week, I had things I was serving for those areas. And so for me, it started to take a mental toll where um, I could just feel that I was, I didn't feel the same. I didn't have as much joy. I didn't have as much happiness in some of the things that I was doing. And so, and I also was neglecting my own personal spiritual health. You know, mm -hmm. I, I thought I was 
like during those periods, getting fed spiritually by doing what I was doing, serving, but that's just not enough, you know? Mm. So when I started to neglect my own spiritual health and then I just, I was just kind of going through the motions, I took a step back because I kind of thought about it like, I'm not really doing anyone else a favor or helping them if all of me, mind, body, soul, you know, is into what I'm trying to do with serving. Like I can't lead a group, right? If I'm not, you know, happy about it, if I see the vision of it. And so when I saw that it started to affect the way that I was serving, mm. I just took a step back and I really prayed hard about it. And I I just really focused on me spiritually. And I just talked to God and I just asked him to help me, like point yeah. me in a direction, please. And so um, then it, it came, you know, he he just revealed it to me and, and just showed me that I needed to just focus on this, you know? So yeah. that that's what really helped me. If it doesn't feel good on the inside and if you feel those nudges, we, we really should pay attention to those, you know, because mm-hmm. we're not doing favors for anybody because we say yes all the time because we want to say yes. Mm-hmm. That, that's not, that's not always the best, uh, healthiest option. You know, mm-hmm. we want to say yes because, you know, we see the vision and the connection between like the kingdom building and, and what we're doing, you know? So, so yeah, there was a period of time, John, where I was really overwhelmed that I almost stepped out altogether from serving from the Ridge, Mm. like entirely. And I didn't want to do that. So I figured the only way that I could stay healthy and serve to the maximum of the gifts that God gave me is if I just lessened it a little bit and realized that it's not like the more I serve, the more often I serve, the the more points God's got marked up for me up there, you know, yeah. it's, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I kind of just wrestled through a lot of those thoughts. And then I'm glad I made that decision and went one direction or the other, because when I focused on one area, one, um, it just, it, it, it just was really good for me because I could mm-hmm. feel my spark back, my joy back. And I saw the vision of, of why I was doing what I was doing. So that's such a, that's such a healthy approach. And such a, I mean, you're in a situation where I'm sure there was these like emotions that almost feel like you're you're letting somebody down, right? Because yeah. the yes. the the saying no is always, you know, some you're either I feel like you're either really good at it or you're really bad at it, right? <laughs> <laughs> Typically is is uh in my experience, you kind of sit in one of those camps. And um I think that there's something cool about recognizing that uh the bigger picture and realizing that, you know. There wasn't something necessarily wrong with with you or anything like that, but it was just like, okay, I need to do this in a sustainable way to actually maximize the way that I can impact people for Jesus and yeah. have it not um, be something that does burn you out, you know? Yeah, for sure. I, I'm curious. You you mentioned this idea of like connecting to the vision, connecting to the purpose. Why do you think that's important? I think that's important because it it helps us as an individual know that we have a direct impact to to what God is trying to do. I feel like when we have a vision um, for serving and, and what what we're doing, it gives it more meaning to us. Um, I feel like it it can be more personal to us, and I just feel like we can um, just serve in um, just a, a lot better way because it, this isn't just like you know some routine like I said, going with the motions kind of thing. I mean, we're, we're putting everything into what we're doing. So when we have a vision, we want to, you know, we want to just serve 
as the best us, you know, that, mm-hmm. that God created, that God made. And so I think having vision is important because, you know, it, it just lets people know their direct single impact of what we're doing and how important their role is. No matter what that role is, it's still important, you know? So it's yeah. just, you want it to have meaning. You want it to just mean something. So vision, I think is, is so incredibly important because I think, um, you know, with having a vision, I feel like people just, in my experiences have served more like heartfelt, I guess. Um, just, you know, like there's a lot more heart into it. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah and we, I mean, we've talked before previously about like e- using greeters as an example, right. Mm-hmm. Where there's a tremendous difference between understanding. Yeah. I'm, I'm opening the door for somebody to come in to the Ridge mm-hmm. versus like, well, I am somebody's first experience with a, with a smiling face that might know their name. You know, yeah, yeah, entirely different experience and mindset of how you are helping represent Jesus and um, kind of further what we're trying to do to bring the hope of Jesus to people. So, yeah, I love that connection. That's a great example that you that you just used. So I that's what I share with my teams. So when you use a greeter, right, they're not just yeah. a body holding a door and smiling. It's people walking through those doors. Um, I share with teams that what if the the time that they walk through your door and you look at them and you smile at them and you say hi to them is the only time someone saw them all week long. That's life-changing for people. And so it has such a deeper meaning and impact um, when, when they know clearly like, you know, what, what that vision is. And so everyone's, someone's, everyone's journey starts there, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone's journey starts by walking through the door sometimes. And so yeah, for sure. It has a way bigger impact long-term. I imagine somebody's listening and maybe they're in a serving capacity or something like that. And my hope for you as you're listening would be that when you serve, there is a vision that you're accomplishing. Um, and uh, like connecting to that purpose can be so powerful mm-hmm. to, yeah. to, to maintain what you're doing, to continue in with your efforts, to know that you are making an impact. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, another thing with, with the serving teams that I tell, I tell people and I tell our teams is that, you know, every single role that we have on guest services, um, every single one matters. We can't do one without the other. Mm-hmm. And each one is just of equal importance, you know? And so, um, if, if, it, you know, someone comes in to serve and I always say too, like, if you, if it feels like God's not moving, it doesn't mean he's not moving like trust it. And, you know, and so, um, I do think another thing, John, as we talk about this is, um, why people feel this whole burnout and with this serving and having meaning when people don't realize the importance and value that they bring to the team, when they're not appreciated, they feel like they're not noticed. I think for sure it can, it can, if they feel like they're overlooked, I think that can have a huge impact on people questioning if they're really, if it matters that they're there serving, you know? And so, um, I really try to do that too. With I really try to do that too with our teams. Um, you know, it's just to remind everybody just how important each and every role is. And so that, you know, that we are there and we're all for the same vision purpose. I mean, all of that, you know? Yeah. So earlier we chat, we chatted a little bit about how this, there's this concept of like, you don't want to overextend yourself and say yes Mm -hmm. to all these things that are great. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, but at the same time, right, you want to know that each of these things isn't just a like a, a box to check, but has a purpose behind it. Right? Sure. So 
How okay. do you say no to these other areas, mm-hmm. right? So that you can maximize your, I don't know, your purpose in one area. Does that make sense? Sure. Yep. So, um, you know, we all have spiritual gifts, right? So we all know ourselves. So we all know um, what we can do best sometimes, you know, as far as if it's, you know, greeting or ushering. So I feel like if if somebody to maximize like their, their spiritual gifts to purpose, I feel like people should be serving in a role that complements how they were made. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like if I'm serving in a role, for instance, that doesn't fit my personality or doesn't fit the gifts that, that I have, I wouldn't, I wouldn't serve in a role like that then. You know, Mm. I I think it makes sense where somebody's going to connect deeper to the meaning and purpose of what they're doing when they're serving in a role that fits them. Mm. Um, And so, you know, what we do with, with serving, when somebody signs up to join our teams, we go through an orientation process. And I feel like that orientation process is so incredibly critical because we talk through all of the, the different teams that are available to serve on. And then we talk through what each of those roles look like. And so people kind of have an idea or or we help guide them as in having a conversation with them, what would be the best fit for them? So I just don't, I don't think it's healthy for people, um, you know, to serve just to serve, just to say yes, especially in a role that maybe wouldn't be something that would be that they would their first choice anyhow, you know? Yeah. I feel like when we're serving in a role that is comfortable to who we are and and our skills, uh, I feel like we're just going to connect a lot more with that role and it's Mm. just going to work all the way inside out, you know? Yeah. I'm curious. And uh, I think just based on like how long you've been able to serve and lead, you probably have a good perspective on this. How do you keep that like fresh? So how do you keep serving? Because you say you find your, your, your gifting area, right? Mm-hmm. And you're serving in that capacity. Um, and we talked about really like reconnecting with the purpose, but is there anything else that you'd think that like, how do you keep that experience like fresh and still meaningful? So um, yeah, I guess great example of that and answering that question is, um, so I've had team members and this has happened many times who come on to serve. They sign up to serve, they join our teams, we welcome them. And then they serve in an area for a period of time, let's say three months, four months. Um, We check in regularly with our teams. And so I'm grateful that our teams that we have have been very open and forthcoming. And they'll say, you know what? This just isn't working. Mm -hmm. This just doesn't feel right. This just doesn't, you know. So we have encouraged people to move around, you know, and, and we offer it. You know, so if somebody starts out in one area and you feel that the expectations and what that role in, entails is just not long-term complementing mm. to how you are, then we oh. encourage them in another area. And so I've had many people kind of move around until they feel like they've found like their spot. And mm. so uh, we we have regular check-ins with all of our teams, um, team members to team leads to coaches. And so, you know, and you kind of just, I think when you stay connected to your teams, you just get a good sense for how things are going and and how people are. And so if there's things noticed that maybe, you know, another area could be more beneficial, then, you know, we just kind of move people around. We encourage it. 
Um, and we let people know right from the beginning that they're more than welcome to explore and try multiple areas because we want people serving in an area that's going to maximize those spiritual gifts more than anything. You know, yeah. so we definitely don't want people just coming in to serve just to serve. So we try to support that as much as we can that way. You think that there's something to the idea of uh, like growing in your serving, meaning like, I don't know, uh, being a little bit stretched and then like you grow and you kind of get better at what you're doing and you like stretched a little bit more. Is there, is there any element to that and what, what you do? Yeah, um, there is. And so what comes to mind when you ask that would be somebody who steps into a team lead leadership role. So yeah. you have somebody that, that serves, um, you know, in, in one area for, for some time. And then God continues to put it on <clears throat> like mind and heart about that person growing and taking steps. So there's been times where I've had an ICNU conversation with team members where I invite them into leadership and I could tell they didn't want to, and they were real hesitant. I didn't yeah. push them, but they could feel God pushing them. And mm -hmm. so people, I mean, some team members have taken that step and they have stretched themselves and they have grown and they look back and they're glad that they, they did, yeah. you know, I think also in not talking leadership, um, if somebody's serving in the same role, but maybe there's uh, additional responsibilities they can take on, or there's something yeah. new that they can add to that role. Uh, you know, sometimes people are scared to do that, but they'll, they'll step into it and lean into that because they feel it. It's just, it's something to grow them. You know, yeah. so, so yeah, that, that does happen often. And I love when that happens. Hmm. Yeah. So I'm, I'm curious, going back to, uh, kind of, you were sharing some of your story and you recognized in yourself, like you, you weren't able to kind of, I would say like dive into your own personal spiritual journey as much because of how like feeling overextended or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I imagine that can be a pretty good, uh, indicator for people. You know, like if they're, if they're serving and maybe they're not feeling as connected to it previously, that might be a little bit indicator as well, that maybe their own personal disciplines, their own personal, um, time with, with Jesus might be, um, might need to be refreshed as well. Would mm -hmm. you have like what, when you kind of made that decision that you were going to spend a little bit more time focusing on that as well, was there anything that you found that was helpful to, in that part of your journey? Yeah. So uh, when I think of my personal spiritual discipline uh, during that process, um, one of the things particularly that helped me, I wanted to develop some healthy spiritual rhythms on my own. So what I would do would uh, every morning I would set alarm on my phone and I would title it time with Jesus. Mm -hmm. So yeah. my alarm would go off. I look at it, you know, and I stayed consistent to that to the same time every day, you know, mm -hmm. um, that was healthy for me to just start that process, that just repetitive routine, you know, because then, and then it, it got to a point where it's just something that you naturally do. Yeah. Um, I just was very intentional on, on staying in God's word. Um, I joined a Bible study completely outside of the, of everything at the Ridge, you know, mm -hmm. like just with other people, like just connected to a Bible study, which yeah. was extremely helpful. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, those something things you me, weren't leading, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I was a participant and I loved it, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it was nice, you know? So for me, that's, that's what I feel like I needed. Um, yeah. you know, I, I just, I needed to be in something that I could grow spiritually. I could get deeper with God. Um, 
and just kind of just get back on track uh, and, you know, with just my spiritual life so that I would be, you know, like where I wanted to be serving, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. So personal disciplines, those are a couple of things that just stick out that, that I did that helped me. How do you feel like that time impacted your ability to serve well? Um, I, I think it impacted it a lot. Um, it just, you know, God kind of reminded me what I'm doing, what he created me for. Um, I think God, I feel just blessed and fortunate that God has made it very clear to me. I feel of what my spiritual gifts are, uh, especially when it comes to leading and serving. And, um, so it was just the reassurance from him that I kind of felt bad stepping down, stepping back. I did, you know, and I think everyone would feel that way. And God gave me the reassurance. He doesn't want us to feel bad. You know, he wants us to serve like with our whole heart, you know, for him. And so I just got that reassurance from him and um, just that, you know, I didn't fail. It's not that I can't do it. It just wasn't healthy, you know? Mm -hmm. So I just think spending that time uh, spiritually in my own personal life, just, it just helped me realize those things. Cause when you're just go, 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 you know, it's easy to not think about that, you know? And you start thinking all these, you know, bad thoughts that you just like, you're not good. And like, you just, you're, you're a failure, you know? And, and so God just reminded me like, no, you're not like, let's just slow down here. And, you know, so it really helped me a lot, like a lot. So Mm. yeah, it was good. So good. Do do you have any, do you have any closing thoughts for people as we kind of wrap up this conversation? Somebody maybe they're, uh, kind of going through some of this process as well, where they're thinking, wow, I feel burnt out on serving and um, they've connect, maybe they've connected a big part of their faith identity yeah. with this serving. Any, any encouragement for them? Yeah, for sure. So just two quick things. You know, if somebody is serving and you, and somebody's feeling this tension and they're wrestling with it, if you go to your leader and you tell them you want to take a break, it's okay. Like your leader is not going to cut you off forever. Like there's always a spot for people to come back and leaders actually like that. That's a sign of spiritual maturity when you can come forward and say, you know what, like I'm wrestling with this and I just need to step down. You're not a failure. You're not letting anyone down. And it's actually a really good thing. Um, and then it's okay to say no. I mean, if, if you get asked to serve in a certain area or position for an event or whatever the case is, and you say, no, it's okay. You'll get asked again. You will. And I don't want people to feel or think that if they say no, that they're never going to get asked again or never going to get looked at again, because that's not true. So it's okay. And I think that it's, again, it's just, it's a sign of maturity. And I know that the leaders that I've happened to serve with at the Ridge, we all embrace that. I mean, we really do. And so you know, just, just make sure that you keep your spiritual life, um, your spiritual health. It has to stay like consistent too, while you're mm-hmm. serving, you don't want to fill that just with your serving time. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So when, when people step down from guest services, I always tell them, you know, there's a spot here waiting for you whenever you want to come back. And mm-hmm. that's, that's very true. So. Yeah. And I think you exemplified that well with your own story, right? Where yeah. you took that time when you did step down out of an area, your response wasn't, okay, now this is just a break where, you know, that space is not filled. It was, Hey, now I'm going to be a part of this, this Bible study. That's going to help me grow in my faith. And I'm going to get these rhythms down. So you use that space, I think, to kind of just grow your faith. And so I think that would be my 
my encouragement for somebody that does say, you know, I need, I need some space and some time. Mm-hmm. Use that like as a opportunity to grow your faith. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much, Rachel, for for sharing with me, for talking on this topic. And it's so helpful. I think such a, a, a chance to just help people feel refreshed and understand a little bit more about how they can really stay and keep their faith fresh. So thanks, Rachel. No problem. Thanks for having me, John. I appreciate it. Well, that was my conversation with Rachel. I think she outlined some really helpful things that show us both how to avoid burnout while serving and how to heal if we are experiencing it. You know, making sure that you're maintaining a healthy pace while serving and really leaving space to grow your own connection with God are really key. And then, and don't sleep on the importance of understanding the purpose behind why you serve either. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Ridge Podcast. Make sure to follow and subscribe so that you don't miss any hopeful and helpful conversations. 